Welcome back, my friends. This is Jamie Overholzer, and this is The Kingdom Matters. Several years ago, I saw the movie First Man. It's the story of Neil Armstrong, the first man to walk on the moon. I'll be honest, it was kind of slow in spots. And during those slow spots, my mind wandered a bit. I thought of what our astronauts and space personnel have to deal with in total weightlessness, where gravity has no effect. The desire of going into outer space and putting a man on the moon was so strong that we had to figure out how to function in that environment. As I researched a little about this, I found it remarkable that while we can mimic the properties of weightlessness within the atmosphere of planet Earth, scientists have yet to discover a viable way to take the concept of gravity to outer space. In other words, If we want to go to outer space, we have to live and function within that context. We cannot bring our context of gravity with us. Think about it. What if we ignored the profundity of weightlessness and simply did our own thing in space? What if we thought weightlessness was just too hard to comprehend or too boring to study? What if we ignored the effects of weightlessness and lived by some of the trite Facebook phrases being posted nowadays. What about just keep calm and have a taco in outer space? What about limitations only exist if you let them? Well, I'm sorry, but it's not going to work if you just declare that weightlessness is a limitation and that you're not going to allow it to exist. I think you get the point. My friends, the kingdom of God is like outer space. And our kingdom, our little kingdom, is like earth. We can bring some aspects of the kingdom of God into our small kingdom. We can simulate some of those things that we don't have a real problem with. We can dabble in kingdom things. That's not the point, though. The point is to be a fully functioning citizen in the kingdom of God and to live within that context. The point is to live on the moon. We cannot take what works on earth and think it's going to work on the moon. We cannot take what works in our little kingdom and think it's going to work in God's kingdom. If we want to go to the moon bad enough, we need to respect the natural laws in that environment. The same is true of the kingdom of God. If we really want this relationship with God as much as we say we do, then we must respect how the kingdom functions. In Ephesians 2.19, Paul stated a glorious reality. So then you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. And in Colossians 1.13, we are given this beautiful truth. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves. In the film Dead Poets Society, The boys were in the cave reading poetry for the fourth or fifth time, and one of the boys, who had changed his name to Nuwanda, brought in two girls, Gloria and Tina. The other boys resisted the intrusion of females into their club and to Nuwanda's anonymous article in the school newspaper that girls be allowed at the all-male Welton Academy. Nuwanda barks back and says, Are we just playing around out here, or do we mean what we say? If all we do is come and read a bunch of poems to each other, what the hell are we doing? 
I kind of like his approach. In the same way, are we just playing around here, or do we mean what we say? If all we do is come and sing a few songs and give a few hugs and listen to a sermon on Sunday, what in heaven's name are we doing? My purpose is not to bring guilt or shame. My point is this. I don't want to stand before Jesus someday and have him say, What in heaven's name were you doing? I fear that we've dabbled in kingdom things rather than been devoted to everything the kingdom of God asks of us. We've adopted a few kingdom concepts into our earthly lives that haven't brought too much disruption instead of openly surrendering our very selves to the loving reign of Jesus and to this new and glorious life context. Jesus, forgive us. Lord, have mercy. Spirit, renew us and restore us. Now, lest anyone misunderstand me, it is good to gather together. It is good to worship and learn as a spiritual body. But that is only a small slice of kingdom life. It is not the whole enchilada. Our church life only scratches the surface of what it means to live as a fully functioning citizen in the kingdom of God. I believe churches have set the bar far too low compared to what Jesus calls us to regarding kingdom life. The mantra of worship, grow, serve, and lead only when you want to and if it doesn't disrupt your life too much is a far cry from whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Matthew 10.39 I know, I know. This comes up from time to time in our church life through sermons and Bible studies. But does our church life actually create the context in which we can deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow Jesus? Or does it simply teach us without teaching us to obey, as Matthew 28.20 says? You see, there's a difference between teaching and teaching to obey. Teaching takes place from a lectern or pulpit. Teaching to obey takes place in everyday life as we disciple one another to adjust our lives to the ever-present kingdom of God.